Hi, welcome to the New Futurist Podcast. This is a show where we focus on real practical ways to gain greater clarity, greater insight about how the world is changing, and most importantly, how you can take an active role in creating the kind of future that you want to see. Now, this show, this episode is a quick hit. It means it's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, a little food for thought. So before we jump into it, do a little house cleaning here. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that we can get you new updates, that you get some of the latest and the greatest shows and some of our uh, previous shows and, and a bunch of other stuff that we're putting into the pipeline right now. So without further ado, enjoy. Awareness and consciousness or mindfulness, and I know these are buzzwords in a lot of circles today. We need to be mindful, we need to be intentional, conscious. I talk about them as well. But let's really break it down to why this is so important. Being mindful and being aware of what's going on in the world, of what's happening, what uh, forces are driving and shaping and changing the world that we live in, that are creating the future that we are going to inherit or that we are going to walk into. Being aware of this is about recognizing those narratives, recognizing those stories, recognizing the trends and the technology as well, and seeing how all of these things are converging and creating something that they are either going to participate in or going to be a recipient of. And so being aware is about uh, moving from the survival mode of the mindlessness, right? Mindlessness is a response to overwhelm. We shut our brains down and we just, we go full speed just trying to survive. And I think that's the easiest way for us to understand this is that rather than getting into the deep philosophical understandings of mindfulness or awareness or consciousness, those things are important, but on a very practical level, we can look at it in two different ways. The first way is that if you are not being mindful, if you're unaware, if you're unconsciously just going through your day to day, well then what you're operating from is a survival mechanism. When we feel like we just have to get from point A to Z, we're just trying to survive, we turn our brains off so we don't overthink and we just charge straight ahead. And unfortunately, this is where a lot of people are today. This is why a lot of people are feeling overwhelmed. This is why I felt overwhelmed. I mean, I'm not immune from this. Just because I'm a futurist or that I spend time looking and thinking about these things doesn't mean that I'm not affected by them. So I know what that feels like. Being aware, being mindful, is moving from a state of survival to a state of flourishing, to a state of thriving in your environment, to a state of empowerment where you are actually getting into the driver's seat. You are actually taking an active role in determining the outcome of the future that you want to see, rather than just trying to survive the day, trying to survive the year, trying to survive disruption. This is why we have to be more aware, why we have to be more conscious and truly understand what those things mean. There are two, two categories, if you will, when it comes to thinking about the future, approaching the future, the way we plan for the future. The first category is what I refer to as the protect and maintain category. And this is a category that's more focused on uh, trying to protect yourself or uh, anticipate change so you can hunker down and, and survive it essentially. You're protecting and maintaining everything that you've built. And this is where we find a lot of decisions coming from, is a place of protect and maintain, simply because they don't know how to think 
about all the changes and the disruptions that are out on the horizon. And so they're going to use that energy and focus it in on making sure that what they have built, what they have created, can sustain. This is the status quo. And let me address that for a second because I think it's easy for me to sit here and tell you that that is a category that you don't want to be in. And I do believe that. But I also, I'm empathetic to the fact that uh, human beings, we build something. We want to protect it. We don't want to just build something and put all of our hard work and time and energy into it just to say, yeah, well, when the time comes, I'm ready for this thing to get destroyed. That's not how it works. But there's a different shift or there's a different approach that we really have to take in this. And that's to say, am I protecting and maintaining something that is not going to be sustained in the long run? Am I trying to hold on to something that will have little relevance or value in an emerging future context? We have to ask ourselves these hard questions that go against our very nature. And that's why I really try to encourage all people that I work with. I you know, have to remind this, you know, I have to be reminded of this. My wife reminds me of this plenty of times. And that is, is that we need to move into the other category. And that category is to grow and transform. So we have to leave protect and maintain and move to grow and transform. And this category is a category that recognizes everything that has been built. It's not of the mind to say, well, let's just destroy it and move and build something from scratch. Sometimes that has to happen. But in most cases, it's let us look at what we've built and let's build on top of it. We have a foundation. But let's also start to ask the tougher questions. Ask the questions about uh, what could be rather than trying to hold on to what once was. And those are the two big categories that most of us find ourselves in. And in order to create the kind of future that you want to see, in order to be an active participant in the future that we are going to be laying the groundwork for, that we are laying the groundwork for, for the generations to come behind us, you have to be in this category. You have to be in grow and transform. Because if you stay and protect and maintain, here's the reality, uh, you might be able to hold that ground for a little bit but it's going to get washed away. It's going to get wiped out. You know, why prolong something that, uh, you know, isn't going to last? But I want people to be encouraged. You can move from this to this if you change the way you think. If you believe that the future is set in stone, well then, sure, you better hunker down because somebody's already determined it for you, and you better protect and maintain what you built. But if you believe that the future is something that is always out in front of you, that it's waiting to be created, well, then why on earth would you hold on to something that has already been created? Instead, you would move into a place to say, what could actually be? What could be, uh, you know, what's possible? And what role do I have in creating what's possible? That's the key. I would say that the reason why awareness, expanding your awareness, becoming more conscious and intentional and understanding the driving forces that are shaping the future, you know, the seen and the unseen, the number one reason that this is so critical, because if we are aware, not just of things externally, but we're aware of things internally. And that, I believe, is the most important. Because in order for us to actually take that active role, to create the future that we want to see, we have to recognize our own flaws. We have to recognize that we have built-in constructs that come from our past, come from our experiences, and there's nothing wrong with that. I tell people this all the time. Having bias, biases, that's part of being human. There's nothing wrong with that. It's only when your decisions are being led by your bias and they are not being challenged. Your biases are leading your decisions. 
That's a mindless activity. Being aware of the flaws in our thinking, being aware of the limitations in our imagination, that's when we really have a breakthrough. That's awareness. That's mindfulness. That is how we start to create the kind of future we want to see because that is where we envision what actually might be possible. All right, everybody, that is it for today's show. Again, thank you so much for being here. And if you have not subscribed, make sure you do that before you uh, turn this episode off. And then also visit us at thenewfuturist.com where you can find out more about our work, uh, a lot of the free resources that we have. And of course, if you want to take your strategic thinking, your decision-making, or increase that skill set uh, to drive real innovation and create the future, then you'll definitely want to check out the Foresight Academy. And you can find that on our website at thenewfuturist.com under courses, but you can also find that at theforesightacademy.com. Again, that's theforesightacademy.com. And this is something we're doing in partnership with the University of Tennessee, where uh, folks that go through this program and they complete it are uh, issued a certificate in strategic foresight from the Haslam College of Business at the University of Tennessee. So again, check us out at thenewfuturist.com, but also if you're interested in, uh, in the Foresight Academy and getting your certificate in strategic foresight, then definitely check us out at theforesightacademy.com. As always, uh, feel free to reach out to us directly. Let us know what you think. If you've got some ideas or comments or things that you want to see us uh, or hear us talk about, we want to hear from you. We want to know. So make sure that you comment on the blog and, uh, and leave us a note. All right. Thanks again, everybody. See you soon.